and welcome to Media MD, your weekly dose of media that you have somehow missed. I am Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And we're back. We've just seen Heathers last night and yep. we're here to talk about it. Yeah. Um, why don't you take us off, Elliot? Okay. Uh, I'll start with the traditional plot summary. Yep. Um, which is basically, <laughs> like you said, it's kind of similar to Mean Girls. There's this girl who is kind of a bit of a nobody in her high school and she is really good at forging stuff. I guess. So she uses that to get in with like the popular girls. Forging um, like hall passes cards. and report cards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of expected it to keep going as a sort of mean girls type thing. Uh, Cause I forgot that you mentioned how quickly it sort of escalates. She ends up kind of dating this guy who helps her murder a bunch of people and yeah. they frame it all as suicides. Using her forgery skills to forge suicide notes. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, and I mean, then basically that goes on. She sort of realises that killing people isn't okay, uh, and so she tries to stop it, which of course makes this psychotic boyfriend of hers uh, lose his shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that it pretty much all goes... He tries to blow up the whole school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she manages to stop him, and then he commits suicide, and then everyone lives happily ever after. Yeah, kind of, like, it, it kind of ends on this note of, like... Her realising, well, I, I guess the final, like, moral of this movie is high school's shit, but don't be a dick and everyone will get through it okay, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, and because the other sort of theme they sort of talk, or another thing that's recurring in the story, probably not a theme, but as they sort of go through, he, like, this psychotic boyfriend, JD, he keeps sort of killing people and he's claiming that it's making everything better and that mm. actually keeps being true, mm. which kind of just reinforces his murderous behavior. Right. So um, the first person they kill is the leader of the like main clique in yeah. school and she's nasty to everybody. And so when she's yeah. gone, everyone's kind of a little bit happier. And then they, they next kill two like jocks on the football team. Um, and that they frame it as a, as a murder. Uh, uh, like a suicide pact because yeah. they were repressed uh, gay and then so, like, so then everyone in town starts accepting homosexuals yeah exactly and so like it keeps getting better and then like i think ironically probably the one time that that was definitively better after one of these suicides in mm-hmm. inverted commas was jd's actual suicide at yeah the end, well where... because then people stopped getting killed <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah um but yeah so i guess that's that's basically the plot mm. i mean i'd be interested because from what i know of the movie mm. It's, like, kind of dark, I guess. Mm. Like, it, it sounds like a pretty serious movie. I'd be very interested to see the thought process that led to watching such, like, a serious, depressing movie to this should be a musical. Well, the movie isn't depressing. It's dark, but it's, like, I'd call it, like, a black comedy, right? Where okay. it's... Um, and we, we spoke about this a bit after we saw it, but the, the musical is very, like, heightened absurdism, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so all the things that happen in the musical... Are played up to the absurdity, but in the movie they're like everything is just kind of treated as it's very serious, even though it is still absurd. So it's it's a lot yeah. more um, like subtle about <laughs> about how ridiculous everything is. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely still a comedy. Sure, I, I guess I still it just doesn't it it doesn't seem like it would be something that would jump out to me as something that needs to be made into a <laughs> into a music. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I guess nothing really needs to be adapted into a different format. It's just. No, you know, that, let's that's do it, and, and it's something that people enjoyed, and then it turned into a musical that I enjoy. So, yeah, whatever. I guess it may, maybe it's just the musicals I watch. I usually think of musicals as being kind of quite happy and upbeat type things, <laughs> and this is not that. So it wouldn't have been something I would have thought. Like, um, 
as, as I was sort of talking about, because the place we went to has also recently done Shrek the musical. Mm. That's a story that to me seems very suited to just suddenly becoming a musical. Yeah, sure. Because it's just kind of a happy, fun story. And yeah. That, whereas this is just like, it. yeah, it is funny, but like it's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the current <laughs> political climate yeah. in, in the US, I'm surprised that people would still be willing to sort of put this on. Yeah, it's interesting because the musical was... Like fairly recent, it's, it yeah. was, came out in I think 2010. I said before, I yeah, think that's right. Um, and there's like gun violence and there's yeah. school violence and people murdering children and teen suicide and stuff. And it's like it's weird because the movie doesn't take these things. Oh, sorry, the musical doesn't take these things as seriously as you would expect it to. Yeah, like it definitely plays off of these things for laughs. And it, I don't know. I, I as I was watching it, I was kind of struggling between like. Well, is it okay for us to be making fun and laughing <laughs> of these things in a like, in a way of accepting it, or is it going too far in the yeah. other direction? It was very much blurring this line. Yeah, because um, the musical doesn't seem to really care. They're just like, we're just gonna, yeah, we'll just go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and there's there's a song that I forgot how uncomfortable it is, which is I mentioned it in the first part. A song called Blue about yeah the two jocks. Um, it's telling the main character, Veronica, like, you make our balls blue, like, we're really into you. But it's very, they're very drunk, and it's very much them kind of trying to work themselves up to date rape. Yeah, it, I was about to say, it's a song that is sort of them celebrating the date rape they're about to perform. Right, which <laughs> which doesn't end up happening. Yeah. Like, she kind of gives them alcohol, and they, they drink themselves basically unconscious, and then she just kind of wrong. leaves. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I've listened to this song a lot, just like you know, on Spotify or whatever. And I I kind of have gotten myself used to the comedy and the music of the song, but then seeing it in context really reinforces <laughs> how kind of skeevy it is. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I think the intention definitely there is is to be kind of playing with these things in a way that, like, is, is comedic, but brings out, emphasizes them and, and kind of talks about them. But I don't know. It it kind of is right on the line between whether <laughs> yeah. it does it in an okay way or not. It's it's interesting. Yeah, but I think that that happens so much throughout the story. I have to think that that was intentional yeah. in in whatever they were doing when they were building Heather's because yeah. it's it's very much. There's so many times where they walk the line that you yeah. have to think they were trying to. Yeah, like there's another example, uh, a song called "Dead Gay Son," which yeah. is after the funeral, and and the the dad of one of the boys is like. I love my dead gay son, and he's it's it's this very two two very conservative parents struggling to accept that their son was gay, and that I think goes quite well into the into the playing of comedy, but also like having a good yeah like well because it's a positive say about message it. like because they're yeah. switching to somebody being accepting, well. it's definitely a lot easier to play off those bits of the humor where yeah. with their conservatism because they're leaving it behind. Yeah, totally. It, yeah, I don't know, and and I guess the message of the of the musical is, you know, high school is shit, and yeah. there's even a bit of like adults don't really understand kind of in there. So maybe that's what maybe that's what they're trying to do is is emphasize these kind of shitty things that do happen, and then yeah, 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 lend credence to their point that way. Anyway, what do you think of the songs, Elliot? <laughs> I like I like the songs. I mean, yeah, like like I kind of said before, I think to me almost all musical songs kind of mm. sound like musical songs. And that that was sort of the same here. They're all kind of catchy, upbeat, mostly mm. sounding songs. Um, you know, I've definitely sort of had um, We Can Be 17 and that sort mm. of thing stuck in my head for the last 17, yeah, uh, 12 hours. Um, 
Yeah, so I I, I wouldn't say there are any that are like super memorable, mm. but they're all catchy and good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I think there are some that I like quite a lot, and I don't know. It's interesting because we're seeing this as a as an actual thing. Obviously, a lot of of the impression of it is weighted by. The, the performance, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, sorry, and the performance. Which yeah. was fine. It was okay. Let's not talk about it too much, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, well, because uh, we, we should just say that what we saw was, like, an amateur yeah. um, production, so obviously that's going to be different than, say, like, this morning um, I listened to the off-Broadway cast mm. recording, um, and obviously some, or well, most of it was, was better because it's, like, professional. Professionals, um, yeah. And it's a professional recording mm. as well. Um, I'd say, actually, the one difference that I thought... The, Wait, who played Martha was maybe better. Yeah, I, um, it was. It was actually surprising to me that her. So Martha is the friend of Veronica, who she kind of leaves behind when she moves into the yeah. the popular clique. Um, and she has a solo towards the end about how about how she was really happy in kindergarten and now she's really unhappy now. Mm. Um, and she sings it before she attempts to kill herself. Yeah. And that song was so much better last night when we saw it. Kind of with the context of everything around it, and the the person who was playing Martha had a really good voice. Then I really ever like I didn't I don't really enjoy that song when I listen to it just as a song. Yeah, sure. And sure. and maybe it's the performance which I think helped yeah. last night, but also just having the context of the show around it makes it a lot more engaging. One of the things I really liked that the show did, mm. uh, or the sort of the story, I guess. Uh, I was setting myself up for when you have all these teenage movies and mm. like um, Mean Girls and all that. There's that inevitable moment where the friend, as they move into the popular clique, kind of betrays mm. their friend, and you have that that like horrifying scene to watch where they either join in or do nothing and and watch their old friend get shot on. And mm. I liked that they kind of subverted that trope in this. She never quite did it. Like she ended up being complicit, but she tried to stop it. Mm. And I don't know. I just like that. Because I think that was the point for me where the story kind of differentiated itself from just being another teenage, you know, popularity story. Yeah. she didn't, she didn't, she never fully gave in to any peer pressure, I don't think, Veronica. Yeah. Well, it, kind of the very, the very first song is her joining the clique and transforming from nerdy girl to popular girl, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then right after that, they all go to a cool girl party, a cool kids party, and Martha shows up and they're they're gonna do I mean, they're making fun of her by making her hit a pinata that looks like her but is a pig, which yeah. is an interesting an interesting method of bullying. Um she's blindfolded, so she would be elaborate know. as yeah, well. Elaborate, like, elaborate. Dress up the pinata and everything like at what point yeah. does it not become worth it? Yeah, it feels <laughs> like too much effort. Anyway, uh Veronica kind of interrupts and, and stops that from happening and, and yeah. then she she never really chooses the click over Martha, you know? Yeah, but you can tell they've sort of just grown apart. Yeah, exactly. Which um, is, I think, a bit more realistic and also not the trope. Like, yeah, it, or yeah. any any part of the trope just kind of gets out of the way in the first two or three songs and then they can kind of get into all the kid murder and suicide stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> the normal thing to do would have been to have Veronica probably just not interfere and then mm. feel bad and Martha be angry at her because yeah. yeah she betrayed her or whatever. Yeah, and and there there kind of is a bit like that towards the end where she Martha is kind of figuring out who's behind all these suicides in quotes. Yeah. And so Heather uh not Heather Veronica like yeah. shits on her to like Yeah, that's sort of the one time confidence. she actually betrays her, but it, yeah. it was different because it's sort of it was self-preservation. Yeah. 
of from murder not to stay not in to a just be in the cool click. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So one other thing I want to talk about, which we kind of touched on a bit in the start, is this. I, uh, the way that they play with the musical format through the characters, which I think is something I really like about this musical. And yeah. when we were watching it last night, I was reminded of, I think, my favourite instance of this, which is after Veronica kills the main Heather, Heather Chandler, mm. she's like a ghost that comes back, or a hallucination of Veronica's. Kind it's of, not really addressed, but yeah. she's just sort of, yeah, like it could be uh, Veronica's just sort of coping mechanism or yeah, whatever that like, she imagines what heather would be saying to all this stuff yeah after exactly. she's murdered her yeah um and so she's been murdered and veronica is like writing forging the suicide note and and as she's forging it there's this song which is called got the got the thingamajig right here got the <laughs> got the, got the program from last yeah. night sitting in front of him uh it's called the me inside of me where veronica is writing out this suicide note and singing it and then heather chandler also starts singing it as a duet at, yeah, from the, beyond the grave the as the ghost yeah uh, and then they also have the police officer yeah. who reads the suicide note come in and join it and sort of create a, a trio yeah um yeah that was really cool yeah it does a lot of very cool reincorporations of these people who have been killed who then kind of come into either sing harmonies with what's going on in veronica's yeah. head or kind of sing discordant things as she's panicking more and more um mm. yeah it plays with the musical format in interesting ways which i really like well because one thing I I don't like so much in musicals when they overuse reprises, like because mm. um, I often feel that that's just like they didn't want to write another song. Yeah. Um, I thought this musical did a very good job of uh, using reprisals, not not just as the whole song, but like incorporating little bits of dial, uh, little you know lines and stuff, mm. incorporating them to have different meaning. Like mm. I think that's a much cleverer use. Mm. Um. So, you know, one example would be there's a song, I think it's in the first half when uh, JD and Veronica sort of first decide they're actually going to murder some people or not necessarily murder, but injure. Mm. Um, and they're talking about how their love is God. Yep. And then that's incorporated right at the end when JD's committing suicide because he sort of inverts that original meaning. Mm. Uh, and they did a lot of that. I really liked, yeah, I really liked that. There are a few really good ones. One I like is... Um... There's a part where one of the teachers is trying to try this new kind of therapy for the kids where yeah. she uh, gets them to just confess their deepest, darkest secrets in the hopes that having it out in the Everyone open will make it. Everyone else will accept it. Yeah, exactly. Which goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one character confesses that she's thought about killing herself and she's like really stressed out at school all the time. And then um, the other students kind of, I think in her head as well, not not out loud, but in the head of the the girl who just confessed all this reprise this song but turn it to be really insulting towards yeah, her yeah which i like there's a lot of there's a lot of characters in other characters heads singing really mean things about them yeah yeah um yeah uh so yeah i guess what were your overall thought thoughts on the musical um yeah i liked it so as i sort of said it's like thematically quite different to any other musical i've seen maybe mm. that's just me but so i i liked how different it was mm. i thought the music was catchy like i said this is probably the best example I can think of of a musical that's reused lots of lines and, mm. and little bits of songs from earlier and done a good job. Mm, so, to give it some cohesiveness. Yeah. Um, and to just, I, I love it when they invert that sort of stuff. I, I think that's cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I really liked it. All right. Um, I guess I have to give it a number. Yes, that, you do. You're that's how it me, works. You're looking at me like I have to give it a number. <laughs> uh, I'll go for an. Eight and a half, I guess. Mm, pretty good. Pretty good. 
All right. Yeah. Well, I guess that's that for us. Um, if uh, you enjoyed the show, you can interact with us on Twitter and Facebook and Reddit. Um, our website, MediaMDPodcast.com, has links to do all of those things, as well as links to leave us a review on iTunes, which would be great. You can give us a five-star review or other stars if you want. That works too. Yeah, so our website has links to all of those things, uh, links to our previous discussion threads, contact forms, that kind of stuff, and all of our previous clues for the Media MD ARG. You can help us figure out just who is Dr. MD and why his scrunchies so red. Elliot, what's this week's clue? Grass. Grass. And we'll see you next week. Should we talk about what's happening next week? Yeah. It's yeah. our... It's our <laughs> yeah. Good. Cancel the, cancel the right. fade out. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Bring the camera back in. Iris back out. Um... Uh, yeah, so next week is our is our annual checkup, um, yeah. so our yearly spectacular where we revisit old things and see if we have anything else to say about them, um, yeah. things that we maybe didn't finish reading or watching all of before the, the two weeks were up. Um, yeah, things, things that have had new seasons slash books slash yep. whatever's- New content um, to come out, news. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, go back through our episode list if you want and take a look and see if there's anything that you want to- uh, that you want to catch up on before we potentially talk about it next week. We'll probably be going over uh, most of the episodes from this year in yeah. in a bit more depth, maybe touching on some of the episodes from last year, but we'll see, basically. Yeah, it'll have to, to be, talk about. It'll have to be something really significant to talk about, otherwise yeah. we'll get too bogged down. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, lots of media to catch up on before next week, so I best get up and do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, now go back to irising out and fade out and close. <laughs>